Good morning, Northern Michigan, and welcome to Northern Focus, Q100's Community Affairs and Events Program we host each and every Friday. Through our partnership with Kirtland Community College, do something today for your future that you can be proud of. And visit kirtland.edu, Michigan's finest educational website. We always start the program with somebody from Kirtland Community College. It's Matthew Rice this morning, Director of Marketing and Communications. Matt, good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? Uh, Well, it's a lovely day out, and uh, we're in the midst of summer breaks, and... Uh, but you want to talk about fall enrollment. Yes, absolutely. Boo, I don't want to go to school yet. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, you know, it's getting around the corner. Starting the 28th, you know, we have classes starting up, and after that, it's it's all going to be a big blur. Yeah. Um, registration is open, so always, you know, get in contact with our academics and admissions so we can get you scheduled in the classes you want. Um, a lot of big programs are coming out this year. You know, we just moved our... CNC and you know our processing from Gaylord to Grayling. Right. So now we can have you if you into stuff like that, you can get part of that. You know, we talk about nursing, nursing, nursing. Um, the AD and the BSN is starting up this fall. We're pretty excited about that. Yeah. And then also just a lot of classes we're seeing. You know, we're seeing one of the largest police academies that we've had in a while. So you know, it's kind of it's exciting to be getting those numbers up, to be getting those seats full. So if you want to be part of the Kirtland this year, you know. Get it in, get it in quick. Well, you just mentioned uh, a number of occupations that are in a ridiculous demand. Yes, absolutely. You know, CNC operators make an extremely good living. The wages for uh, uh, for police officers mm-hmm. uh, have nearly doubled in the last 18 months. Yep. And, of course, uh, everyone is looking for medical whatever it is. Yes, absolutely. Uh, whether um, it's administration or being in an, uh, you know, surgical text, whatever it is. Yeah, and you, you you brought up an interesting one that I was going to talk about was surgical technicians. You know, we I was talking to our director of the program the other day, and she still has seats available for this amazing program. You got four semesters, mm-hmm. and you're getting your associate's degree, and you're going to have job opportunities waiting for you. Oh, yeah. She's gotten contacted by three hospitals just this past month saying that, like, hey, you know, we would love to set up some kind of clinical program program with you send us students and on top of that the signing bonuses for surgical technician are upwards to 30,000 wow i mean <laughs> yeah it, it, it's it's staggering yes. the the amount of work available and you think about uh the cost of an education at Kirtland Community College and literally the guaranteed payoff mm-hmm. profitability of that is is insane. It's like if you looked at it from just a you know a number standpoint, you, you would just go to school and and get it done and and be on with the rest of your life. Absolutely, you know, Kirtland is very affordable, and on top of all the uh, scholarships right. and financial aid that we get, we make it as cheap as possible. And on average, our graduates, if they choosing to go into the workforce instead of going on to a four year school, they're getting anywhere from one to three job opportunities ready for them after two years. Right. I mean, I say it all the time when we're talking about it. I would love to have that kind of security when I graduated, but I didn't. You know, I still had to go out and find the positions. We have people coming to our students, wanting them. Speaking of that, Matt, um, what about the automotive tech field? I know those that class last year was very, very busy. Mm-hmm. 
are there still uh, room in the fall semester to join that program? There, there still is room, absolutely. But I mean, you said it. You know, automotive tech is right up there for our cosmetology program and a lot of our other trades. They fill up very quickly because one, it's still two years to get an associate's. Yeah. And by the time you finish that automotive program, you have your master's certification and you're ready to go out and take six the, figures, yeah, walking yeah. right out the exactly, door. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and we train you for not just your usual garage shops we train you we train you everything from a dealership yep. to the industry corporate level right. style of mechanics and technicians so yeah there's still a few spots available for you know your first years and we have a lot of second years coming back yeah, so and, and there's a a lot of scholarship money and guaranteed positional work Right after that program. So. Oh, absolutely. Um, our director, Bob Oaks, likes to say that pretty much anywhere within a 30-mile radius, he can walk into a shop and find one of his graduates working there. So yeah. it's just a... It's and, a and, and the, the, uh, the build-out of the actual garage there is, you know, it, it's like the Batcave. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's amazing. Yep. Uh, 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 the hands-on equipment that that they have at Kirtland Community College for you to move forward with an automotive career that's, like we said, is going to get to guarantee you a six-figure income for the rest of your life. Absolutely. You know, the the automotive program and its facilities there, the Matt LaFontaine uh, Auto Shop, yep. is it's state-of-the-art. All the tools are snap-on provided, which... No, Matt said your garage is better than his garage yeah. at, at the dealership. <laughs> well, I, I haven't been there yet, but, you know, I want, it wouldn't be too much of a stretch. But no. something very interesting is our snap-on partnership in that program. So you don't have to have tools like other programs. You know, we provide everything. Right. And then give you the option to buy those tools once you graduate, if you'd yeah. like. Um, yeah, it, there's just the, the practical education... And the payoff of a career at Kirtland is guaranteed. Yes. It's, it's, if you finish the programs, you're, you don't even have to finish all the programs. Like the welders are you know, they're getting yanked out of, their, out of the classrooms mm-hmm. before they finish because the demand is so great. Yep. It's not uncommon. And it's not uncommon for people to be sent to us because they want the education that Kirtland can provide right. for their employees. Yeah. And that we haven't even got into HVAC and, and, and plumbing and all the other practical nope. educations, the wood services. Yep. You know, uh, not too many people graduating these days from Kirtland Community College with philosophy degrees. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But, I mean, we still do have our transfer pathways, which if, yep. if you're looking for one of those four-year, six-year, eight-year degrees programs, you know, our transfer pathways not only give you the credits you need to go to a four-year but we design them so it's a ladder for if you want to be a biologist. We will start you in a pathway for biology. So at a fraction the, of the cost. At a fraction, yes, sir. One last thing before I let you go, Matt. Uh, have we sold out the housing yet? We have not, but okay. there are very limited spots still available. Um, we're probably going to see a push here for the next three weeks before classes yeah. start. Uh, I mean, and then move-in is the week of the 21st. So if you want to be in student housing, campus housing, brand new, you want to be the groundwork of building the student life at Kirtland. Have uh, your photo on the wall for the rest of Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, go to kirtland.edu and click on student housing and apply today. All right, Matt. Matthew Rice from Kirtland Community College. He just said it all. Kirtland.edu, Michigan's finest educational website. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. All right. We'll be back after these words from our fine partners. On Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Goodies in the green room come from Sweet Peas Cupcakes and Muffins. You got to see them to believe them. Go check out Sweet Peas on Facebook. You'll want them at your next event.
<laughs> Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. In studio with me live is Terry Toddy, our eternal citizen of the year, uh, with another for a food distribution happening at Mount Hope Lutheran Church. Good morning, Terry. How Good are you? Good morning, JC. I'm doing great. Can't wait for tomorrow. Yeah, uh, this is a, a little bit of a twist. Uh, you've been, how long have we, has Mount Hope been Nine bringing years. food? Nine years. Okay. So you've been bringing uh, trucks, food trucks, to, to distribute to the public right. for nine years. And then the folks that you get these trucks from turned around and said, thank you so much. Here's a free truck. Right. Eastern Food Bank of Michigan out yep. of Flint. Right. Yep. And uh, they're coming in earlier now. The truck's getting there by 8 or 8.30. You're still going to do distribution at 10? Yep. Okay. It takes us a little while to get it oh, off yeah. the truck and a- set absolutely. it up. Absolutely. And we continue to say this, and it doesn't really matter. Don't get there at 6 o'clock in the morning, no, please. please don't. <laughs> please don't. The police don't like the road jammed no. up at that time of the morning. And you're just sitting there. Yeah. With your car running and, right. you know, it's just, it's it's not necessary. No. You can get there and start lining up at 9 o'clock. Right. We have lots of food, so. Yeah. Um, the, it, it, the food is, it never runs out, really. I've never had a truck run out of food. I mean, we've always had food for people and food left over. Yeah. And then the volunteers get their pick at the end right. and everything else. So. Um, Don't come too early. If please. you haven't been to this before, folks, all you need to be is a Crawford County resident and have some type and of ID. ID, and it's like a free trip to the grocery store. Right, right. You put leave the money in your pocket. Except for you don't have to walk into the grocery store here. You stay in your you car. Are. Right. It's like going to Meyer, and Meyer comes Pick and brings it. Up. Yeah. Pick oh, up. oh, by the way, Meyer charges you for that service. Right. We don't. We don't charge <laughs> nobody for anything. This is all free to the community. And, and there's going to be protein and dairy and carbohydrates and some really interesting other foods. We don't know what's going to be on this truck because it's a free one. Right. So usually when we're paying for it, we have an idea what's coming Uh in. But this one, we don't have any idea. So it's uh, a surprise. What's the status as far as volunteers? Are you all set? We can use all the volunteers we can get. Okay. So uh, if you want to volunteer, put in a few hours and do something good for your soul and for your fellow Crawford County resident... Then get there about uh, eight thirty nine. We're o'clock. saying eight thirty for all of our volunteers. Yeah, okay. So and you high school students who need your service hours is a great way to do it. I'll sign their community slip. No problem. <laughs> I I'll help every kid I can. A- any word on the search for a pastor? No, oh. we have another meeting in two weeks. Okay. Hopefully we we'll get one. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. Two and a half years we've been sent, <laughs> but we've had two good retired pastors been filling in. Yeah. So they've been really great with You guys aren't praying hard enough. Oh, I think so. But my <laughs> knees are getting sore, JC. I can't even hardly walk. Okay. So. Uh, so this is happening tomorrow, Saturday, August 5th, beginning at 10 a.m. Please don't line up before 9 at Mount Hope Lutheran, uh, Mount Hope Lutheran Church uh, at the I-75 Business Loop near the high school. Right, right across from the animal shelter and the soccer fields. And services on Sunday are... Our services are 11 a.m. Okay. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, JC. All right. We will be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus. Brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Goodies in the green room come from sweet peas, cupcakes, and muffins. Available at Two River Deli here in Grayling. Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100. Brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Jerry Coyne is live in studio 
with Joe Marie Leone, who is the artistic director at the Artisan Village here in Grayling, and a new performance on its way. That's right. We have a lot of fun in August. It's next weekend, August 11th through the 13th, and we're bringing a very lighthearted, fun comedy. Folks like to have a good time. So the Savannah Sipping Society is part of the Artisan Village Community Theater Project. Uh, is the Savannah portion, is that Savannah, Georgia? It is. It is set in Savannah, Georgia on a beautiful veranda that we are building this weekend. So you can be transported. Where else are you going to sip than yeah. on the veranda? And there is a lot of sipping that goes on in the show, Savannah Sipping Society. And uh, the audience can sip right along with us because we are adjacent to Paddle Hard Brewing. Yeah. So they can grab a drink and sip right along and get a refill at intermission. Uh, are there going to be a lot of heavy southern accents? There are a few. <laughs> it is an ensemble cast. Uh, it's a women-heavy cast. It seems like a lot of the men are busy in the summer. So this is an all-female cast. And, oh, uh, all-female. Okay. Yeah, they say women can't be funny, but if it's well-written. And uh, Jones Hope Wooten is the comedy team that wrote this. They are typically television comedy writers. But they've done a lot of plays, and uh-huh. they're known as America's Playwrights because they write smart, funny, accessible plays that don't make you think too much because you got to laugh while you're there. One of the reasons why Joe Marie is in here is because these productions have a tendency to sell out. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have a beautiful space in the gallery, and sometimes it's fun just to see the magic of transforming a space that is 14 by 24 into a veranda in Georgia. So sometimes seeing the set is part of the fun. Is this particular uh, uh, play, is it one or two acts? It is two acts, so there will be an intermission. And um, it's a very comfortable space, plenty of room to meet people. And we encourage folks to go to artisanvillage.org and purchase their tickets in advance because it will probably sell out. Yeah, you know... Sometimes the Sunday show you can walk up, but generally speaking, Friday, Saturdays, if you get there 10 minutes before the performance, you're going to be walking away, unfortunately. Yeah, we do our best to uh, leave some extra chairs out and try to squeeze people in, but we hope that you'll buy them in advance so we know what to expect as well. Yeah, enjoy a summer in Grayling, uh, but a summer in Savannah at the same time. That's right. It won't be as hot on the veranda. We have air conditioning. And you, and you, you don't have to be a mat potched. Yeah, yeah. Although that word does come up, so very intuitive, JC. I've, I've spent some time in the South sipping, not necessarily in Savannah. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Good Thanks luck with that. Thanks for having me. Where do you get the tickets again? Artisanvillage.org, or they can call the Osable Artisan Village. Uh, look them up online. I'm not going to give you the phone number because you won't remember it. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Thanks. All right, we'll be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus. Brought to us by Kirtland Community College. The goodies in the green room come from Sweet Peas, Cupcakes, and Muffins. Check them out on Facebook. You'll want them at your next party. All right, I'm going to interrupt this song as uh, one of my guests for Northern Focus was running a little bit behind, and I wanted to definitely get Bob Green on here as uh, the... uh, the president of Mid-Michigan Honor Flight, one of our favorite charities. And, Bob, it's been a while since we've had you on, and I wanted to have you bring our listeners up to date on what's going on with Honor Flight. Thanks, Jerry. Um, so we are um, 
on our getting ready for our mission 15 and mission 16 our, our fall flights this year uh-huh uh, so we're going to take 75 world war ii korea and vietnam veterans on september 5th and 6th out of flint and then another 75 world war ii korea and vietnam veterans on october 10th and 11th out of traverse city out of traverse city the one that i was on last year yeah. uh one of the cool things is that with all the increased um uh, donations for Honor Flight and reduced pricing on flights, you were a- able to add a third flight this year. Yes. So we cover uh, 52 counties. We cover everything from I-96 to the Mackinac Bridge uh-huh. from coast to coast. Yeah. And we have never really been able to break into the thumb area right? and, and get a flight out of there. So this year with uh, changing from American Airlines to Allegiant and getting a better price, uh, we were able to add a third flight, and so we're going to fly out of Flint for the first time. Yeah, that. I, I, so I'm sure you have a uh, uh, probably filled that flight out very quickly. Oh yeah, we have uh, we have a waiting list of 500 Vietnam veterans right now, right now in the state of Michigan. This is, this is after our two flights. We'll have 500 veterans on our waiting list. Um, do we have any World War II uh, vets going? Or I know we had we had four on our flight last yeah. fall. Was was just amazing. So we have a um, Air Force, well Army Air Corps slash Air Force veteran that was in World War II Korea and Vietnam going on this flight. Uh, flew combat missions in all three wars. Wow, um, that's a history. Yep. Um, we have um, yesterday. I got a phone call. And uh, this gal wants to sign up her 102-year-old, her 102-year-old grandfather who lives in the Detroit area. At 102 years old, he lives at home and he still drives himself to and from the stores <laughs> and places to get stuff. That's not surprising. It really isn't. Uh, uh, you know, it was such an honor to be on that flight, especially even the other vets. You know, the the Korean vets and the Vietnam vets were so honored to be on our flight last year with the four World War II veterans. Uh, they were still all sharp. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it was just great. And, and that was an awesome flight because we had two 100-year-old World War II veterans yep. on that flight. Mm-hmm. One yeah. of them got up and spoke at our dinner. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, you know, that's that. Those are the types of things that we, you know, that we we really promote mm-hmm. um, is trying to get those older veterans um, involved, but also getting the younger veterans involved with the with the older veterans, so that there's some some tie in there. Yeah. On top of that, uh, the, the last thing I, I know we had to. I'm sorry you got here a little yeah. late, but let's talk about guardians real quick. Um, so every veteran that flies on a flight has to have a guardian fly with them. Mm-hmm. Um, if, they're, if the veteran's over 70, they have to have someone go with them as their guardian. Um, and that can be anybody. That could be a family member, friend. Um, we take volunteers. For I was a volunteer. Public. It was fantastic. I enjoyed the experience immensely. One, one uh, last quick plug. Um, we Well, how do they become a guy? Like, if okay. you're like me. Yep. Um, so you can go to our website. It's uh, www.midmichiganhonorflight.org. Right. And on there, there's a tab that says Applications. And if you click on there and fill out a guardian application, um, you, you can apply to be a guardian. Yeah. Um, we do ask the guardians for a $500 donation. Mm-hmm. But the, the veterans, um, everything for the veterans is free of charge. Right. We, we have uh, fundraisers for all of that. And what was your one last plug, Bob? Uh, June June twelfth is is uh, Women Veterans Day. Right. Um, I don't know a lot of people know that or not. That's the that's the day that women were originally allowed to enter the military. They okay. weren't they weren't waves or whacks. They were actual members of the military. Right. And this year was the seventy fifth anniversary of that. 
Next year on June 12th, we are going to take an all-female veteran honor flight to Washington, D.C. Yeah. So there'll be 100, and that includes guardians. So you have to be a female veteran to be on that flight. So there'll be, between the veterans and the guardians, there'll be 150 female veterans from Michigan on that flight. Are there still room available for the female veterans on that flight, or did you sell it out already? No, we still have room for okay. it. Okay. And, and just... You know, the reason we did that, there are forty over 46,000 female veterans in Michigan. Yeah. Less than 1% of them have been on an honor flight. I know. It's an incredible, you know, kudos to MidMichigan Honor Flight to put this together. I know it's going to be extremely emotional. Yes. They're, all the flights are emotional, but this is going to be very special. So if a, vet, a female veteran wants to be part of that flight, what they got to go to midmichiganhonorflight.org? Dot org, yep. Yeah. And at the very top of the front first page, there is a link to the female veteran honor flight, and then they click on that, and it will take them to where those applications are. Yeah, it's an amazing organization, Bob. Thanks for all the work that you do for MidMichigan Honor Flight. It's a privilege to know you. You're welcome. Thanks, Jerry. All right, we've got uh, it's top of the hour ID. Here's the news. Joe Mama is up next. Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Jerry Coyne is on the phone with John Chase, who is the Director of Parks and Recreation for Grand Traverse County. And, John, thanks for reaching out to us. You've got a big task in front of you, and you really need the community's input to make the uh, Parks and Recreation Department run uh, way better. Absolutely, we do. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks for the opportunity to, to join you today. Now, we are starting the process of our DNR recreation plan. Every five years, uh, park and recreation agencies throughout the state uh, update their recreation plans, and this is the first phase of that plan, and we're going through the public um, engagement process and public input process, or starting that input process by putting a survey out, and that'll help us better understand how people are currently using our parks and how they want to use our parks in the future. So how is, where do they get the survey? So the survey is available at our website, which is uh, www.gpcountymi.gov slash parks. GT County, page. go ahead and say that again. It's kind of mouthy. <laughs> sure. G- <laughs> gtcountymi.gov slash parks. Slash parks, park, okay. Fair enough. And as we were talking off air, this is you are in charge of 10 of the county parks in and around Grand Traverse County. Right. We've got 10 properties that range every, everywhere from Power Island out in the middle of West Bay to the Natural Education Reserve, uh, which houses, which is all on the Boardman River and houses the uh, Nature, Nature Center. Right. Um, to, to Maple Bay and Civic Center and, and parks in between. Does this include the TART system? It does not include the TART system. Um, the TART runs close to some of our parks, but okay. not necessarily through the parks. I understand. You know, I, I thanks for clearing that up. Uh, I know sure. that TART Trails has got its own uh, organization, anyways, but I didn't know if they conflicted or, or or partnered with you in any way. They do partner with us in a number number of ways. Um, so we work closely with them to, to help with some of their trails, for example. Uh, but, but they don't run on our on our park specifically, generally. So talk about the relationship between uh, the Grand Traverse County Parks and Recreation and the DNR. So the DNR is kind of the, the oversight body uh, throughout the county or throughout the state um, of parks. And they don't necessarily regulate what's going on, but 
what they do is they have a, they've got a, a fair amount of money, and that make that, <laughs> they make that money available in grants. So this plan gives us the eligibility to apply for grants to the DNR. Okay, well that DNR. makes a lot of sense. Yes, the yep. D- and we could use those grants for uh, park improvements, and you can also use those grants for park um, park acquisitions, depending on what you're looking to do. Are there a couple of improvements that the uh, the Parks and Recreation Department of Grand Traverse County would like to apply for? There, there's got to be a few things that could use sprucing up. Oh, absolutely. And we've always got projects. We've got a, a master site plan for Civic Center Park, which is our, our downtown 45-acre complex. And uh, it's right in the heart of Traverse City. And we've got a lot of plans for that one. We've actually got a, um, a master site plan that is about a $12.5 million in improvements that we'd like to make over time to that park, and that's a multi-phase project. Uh-huh. And uh, one of the first phases is to resurface the walking track that rings the uh, rings the park. And, uh, and that's a, a big dollar amount to be able to come across. So that's one of the things that we'll be looking for. Uh, see, we're also uh, looking at our, our baseball uh, diamonds, and we're working with Dream Team right now, and Dream Team is uh, doing a private fundraising campaign to make two of our, di- two of our ball field diamonds universally accessible. And along with that, one of the things that we'd love to be able to do is replace the field fencing. So we're not just replacing the dugouts themselves, we're replacing the field fencing all around those dugouts. Well, John, that brings up an interesting question that's always kind of bothered me, or at least recently. I don't see kids on baseball fields very much anymore. Uh, Oh, actually, uh, American Legion Baseball, they run the, the baseball program. And they exceeded their expectations. They had more than a hundred players. Okay, hundred players more than they had last year. That that's good news. I'm just saying, you know, as as we grew up, we were on the ball fields every day. And when I'm driving around neighborhoods doing what I do for the radio, you know, you drive by ballparks that you just don't see kids on anymore. I'm gratified to hear that there's more kids playing baseball again. Yeah, and and everything that we're trying to do in the parks is. You know, we're trying to figure out how can we get families out there, how can we get kids out there, yeah. how can we get adults out there to use the parks more. And uh, and, and all of those things that we're putting together and bringing into the parks will help do that. Uh, one of the things that people like about living in northern Michigan, and in Grand Traverse County in particular, is the access to great outdoor activities. So this survey should be very important to a lot of people. Absolutely. Uh, like I said earlier, we really want to make sure that we're truly getting the public's input on how they use the parks today and how they'd like to use the parks in the future. And that information will help us gui- or help guide us on what improvements that we make to parks and we'll look at adding in the future. Well, here's a perfect example of, for people to step up and do uh, and help government out. I mean, you guys are a governmental agency. And tax dollars are going to flow through this thing one way or the other. So if you ever get outdoors, then you need to go to gtcountymi.gov slash parks and take this survey and really tell the Parks and Recreation Department what you'd like them to do going forward with our beautiful natural resources. Absolutely. We need that input. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, Thank you, John. Thanks for bringing it to our attention. Uh, I think this is an important move to keep people recreating in in beautiful northern Michigan. Well, thank you. You're welcome, and uh, we will look forward to seeing you out in the park, Jerry. All right. Thank you, John Chase. We'll be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Goodies in the green room come from sweet peas, cupcakes, and muffins, available exclusively at Two River Deli. 
Welcome back. Ooh, why is that so over There you go. Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Jerry Coyne is live on the telephone with Christian Marcus, who's a member of the 1st Congressional Republican District here in Northern Michigan. Good morning, Christian. How are you? Good morning, JC. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for reaching out. Uh, you've got a pretty cool event coming up uh, that we wanted to get the information out, uh, especially to our fellow Republicans here in northern Michigan. Yes, we do. Actually, it's coming up pretty quick on us. Uh, we have some, some tickets left, but it's on August 19th. We call it the Mayflower Voyage. It's up at the Sioux Locks in Sioux St. Marie. It is a cruise um, with uh, hors d'oeuvres and, and, and drinks and and, and camaraderie and a little bit of history we actually have a uh some seven youth that have done some intensive learning about the history of the mayflower and they're going to put on a a skit or like a little thing about it and it should be really interesting and i'm looking forward to seeing those uh, the youth get involved and uh this is all going to take place on a, a, sh- a some kind of boat or a ship that's correct yeah so up in the sulacs on august 19th what kind of uh, what kind of boat is it? It's like a vintage uh, replica boat. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. I, I was looking at the poster, but I didn't know if any of those were kind of floating up there. And I'm, I'm assuming that as part of the cruise, you're going to go through the locks. Uh, that part, I'm not sure. As you know, they've been doing some work there. Right. So I'm not sure if that boat would be doing that, but uh, we'll be cruising around for approximately two hours out in the water. Um, how do people get tickets, and what do they cost? So the tickets are $100 each. The, we'll be you'll be registering at beginning at 5 p.m., and we expect to set sail around 5.30. Um, you would go to the website, myfirstgop.org, all words, uh-huh. M-I-F-I-R-S-T, G-O-P.org. On the site, you'll be able to click it. It's very clear. It shows how to buy tickets. And there's a phone number on there if anybody's interested in making, being a sponsor of it. We're always welcome to sponsors. Um, there's a phone number to call. We get that set up and taken care of for you right away as well. Uh, I, and I'm assuming there will be a lot of our local political representatives on the trip. That is correct. Yes, we will have our the chair, uh, Christina Guillermo, will be attending um, and uh, many of the other vice chairs within the various departments of the GOP in, in the state of Michigan. Where is the cruise going to kick off from? Where will people board the boat? Um, the address is 515 East Portage Street in Sault Ste. Marie. Okay. Um, they could also look it up again on the website if they're not sure where it is. It is clear on there. It's called the Sioux Locks Boat Tours. So if you do gotcha. a search for Sioux Locks right. Boat Tours, you'll find it. That's very cool. So a great combination of history and uh, and re- relevance to uh, how important the locks are to commerce in northern Michigan and uh, a lot of political fellowship. That is correct. And then, of course, you know, the main goal is to raise money for our first district. You know, the first district in Michigan is the largest by county district. Um, so it encompasses a huge amount, including all the UP. Right. Uh, roughly 35 counties. So I really encourage, especially all the new delegates to get 
that kind of jumped into the fray to get up there and get to know the people and understand more how everything works. Yes, I know. Well, we, we played golf with one of them who will be coming on the on the cruise. And uh, is there a cutoff about uh, how many people can be on the cruise? Well, we could fit 100 people on the cruise. At this moment, I'm not sure how many openings there are. But 100 people can fit. Okay, so you want to get your tickets now. That is at myfirstgop.org. Is that right, Christian? That is correct. Okay, get your tickets now. Christian Marcus, thanks for joining us here on Northern Focus. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. All right, we will be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. I just had one of the cupcakes from Sweet Peas Cupcakes and Muffins. Oh, my God, it's so good. Okay. Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Jerry Coyne is on the phone with Ryan Hallett, who's the executive director of Room Redux from Northern Michigan. We've had Ryan on the show a plenty of times. Ryan, how's things uh, in Northern Michigan with Room Redux? Jerry, things in Northern Michigan are fantastic right now. Um, Absolutely just astounded by uh, the amount of work that we've been able to put into helping our community here. And uh, you know what? We're, we're excited to uh, be on the air with you. Thank you. I know that um, your program has been expanding. I mean, uh, um, unfortunately, in some ways expanding, but you've been able to help so many troubled kids uh, try to bring their life back to normalcy. Uh, that takes a lot of money to do. You've got a fundraiser coming up. Uh, as a matter of fact, Gary, we do. We actually have a couple of them. Um, our first one uh, is going to be taking place on Saturday, August 19th. That is our Ink Out Abuse Tattoo Fundraiser that is being hosted by Screaming Eagle Tattoo in Houghton Lake. Um, the designers there uh, have put together four small tattoos that all correlate with child abuse uh, awareness, child abuse prevention, room redux, uh, human trafficking. They're all small tattoos uh, that you're going to be able to get for $50. Uh And you can uh, register for that via our Facebook page, which is Room Redux Northern Michigan, or you can call us at 989 Three seven zero zero six nine zero. Well, that's a that, that's a. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I said that's a unique way to combine. You know, obviously, uh, a lot of people are into tattoos. Sure. And um, you know, it's a great cause to put something on your skin, showing the support of Room Redux and you know, keeping children safe. I can't think of something yeah. more. More uh, uh, appropriate to put permanently on your body somewhere. Yes, and and like I said, these tattoos are are all uh, uh, they're all correlated with child abuse prevention, uh, child safety. Uh, it's to help create awareness. Uh, it's, it's things like the pinwheel for child abuse prevention month, a small yellow duck for room reduct. You know, I mean, it's they're very. Very nice little pieces that uh, Brian Falsetta, who is the uh, operator of Screaming Eagle Tattoo, has designed for us. So 
He's made some tattoo artists available, and they've set aside a six-hour window where they're going to focus on tattoos for us that day, which is amazing. Uh, Ryan, I'm assuming you're going to get one. Oh, no, not this guy. Oh, come on. I even have listen, one. I, I mean, listen, I've, I've got four. <laughs> but uh, un- unfortunately, some of my medication won't allow me to to get one, so I uh, I have to pass. But I believe that uh, my wife is going to get one in support of Room Redux, and we've had probably seven or eight people reserve a spot so far for this event. That is again what uh, did you say? August eighteenth. August 19th. August 19th down in Houghton Lake, Screaming Eagle Tattoos. From noon to 6. Okay. And then what is the other fundraiser? Uh, The other one is our second annual Clubs for Kids Golf Scramble, which is uh, taking place on Saturday, September 30th, and uh, is once again being hosted by the Quest Golf Club in Houghton Lake. They were our host last year, and the ownership group there uh, absolutely had an amazing time. They, they rolled out the red carpet. We had a, a beautiful course and a beautiful meal to go with uh, a great day of golf. And uh, they set aside a day for us again this year uh, to once again help us, you know, uh, get, get the word out about Room Redux. So... We're very thankful to have Keith Duran, who's the, the general manager there, and the ownership group offering us such fantastic support. So we've got uh, a really good itinerary for the day. It's a shotgun start uh, beginning at 10 a.m. We're going to have uh, a hot dog sale, and we're going to sell some brats throughout the day. But dinner will be included with your, your ticket to play. Uh, Four-person teams, you can come as an individual and we'll place you on a team. Or if you have your your own team that you want to bring with us, you can do it that way as well. Uh, We're going to have some prizes. We're going to try to do a 50-50 raffle. Uh, And you know what? Like most of our fundraisers, all of this revenue goes right back into the communities that we, we serve and that we live in to help us transform the rooms and the lives of these kids that need it. Yeah, what is the date again of that? People can start signing up already. What's the date? That is uh, Saturday, September 30th. Okay, right at the end of the golf season. That's a great time. Yes, there's nothing like fall golf in northern Michigan. Not at all, Ryan. I agree. And then then very briefly, you've got uh, a room redux day at Comerica Park. Yes, as a matter of fact, we do. So on Sunday, August 27th, it's an afternoon game. Uh, First pitch is scheduled for 140. Uh, The Detroit Tigers play host to the defending World Series champion, Houston Astros. Yeah. Who recently reacquired Justin Verlander. That's right. (laughs) And uh, we have room redux today, so we're going to be able to – get the word out and get in front of, you know, over 20,000 fans uh, through social media and through the scoreboard message that's going to be played along with a radio spot that's going to be played for seven days prior to the game. Now, the, the great thing about this is we were also able to donate 15 tickets to the Grayling Little League for 
the coach and his coaching staff and their players to come and join us at the game. And we've also made some additional tickets available if there's family members that want to attend uh, so they can go ahead and purchase tickets to attend with their child or their children if they want. Yeah, the state championship girls softball a little league team. I'm assuming that's what you're talking about, correct? Uh, actually, we had donated our tickets before they won. Uh. We donated them to uh, Coach Nick Green, I believe. Oh, it's for the boys' team. Okay. Yep. So, un- unfortunately, we had not known about uh, the young ladies winning. Oh, it's okay. They, they've got a, they're getting enough accolades, well deserved accolades, as they are. I'm sure somebody's going to end up carting them down to Comerica Park. Um, oh, and I would, I would hope so. And you'll be able to hear those messages on Up North Sports Radio as we are the Tigers affiliate here in Central Northern Michigan. That is fantastic. So it's gonna it's gonna reach a very broad audience, and uh, we're really excited to have the opportunity to kind of spread that blanket of room redux a little bit farther across the mix. It's it's a great opportunity for us to network and uh, and to educate some people who may not know about room redux. I mean, we've been active since May of 2021, and this Saturday we're doing two rooms, and that's going to be our 27th and 28th rooms that we have done. Well done, Ryan. Um, You know we are big supporters of room redux, and we will – I will get Keith on – uh, on my golf show on Finding Fairways to talk about and hopefully get some more people involved in the golf outing. That would be incredible, Jerry. And if you need a, uh, a paper form for sign-ups, if you know anybody that might be interested, just let me know, and I'd be more than happy to email you one. And we'd love to have them. It's, it's going to be a great day to benefit uh, go, a fantastic cause. Go ahead and do that, Ryan. You have my email address. I sure do, Jerry. Yep. All right, Ryan Hallett from Room Redux here in Northern Michigan. Thanks for all the information, and uh, best of luck on the fundraisers. We'll continue to talk about it here on Northern Focus. Thank you for having us on, Jerry. We'll be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College Goodies in the Green Room. Come from Sweet Peas, Cupcakes, and Muffins. Check them out on Facebook. You'll want them at your next event. Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Jerry Coyne is on the phone with Heather Nyhaus, who is the Executive Director of the West Branch Area Chamber of Commerce. Heather, uh, what's going on at the Chamber? Well, we are still full of events in West Branch. Um, We are still running our Orb Geo Tour, which is the geocaching adventure. Um, that goes for two years. So wow. We, okay. Yeah, so uh, you you can still you can pick up your your passport and you can go on a thirty cash adventure. Uh, we're still promoting that. Good. And we have some wonderful events coming up. Um, I'd like to talk about. Please um, one do. Is um, we have a Sasquatch gravel chase coming up on August fifth, and that starts at seven thirty a.m. Okay. And you can find out more information on the Sasquatch. Gravel Chase is actually a, a bicycling um, tour, and that is a, you can find more information on www.mymichigan.org.gravelrace. Um, so that's in West Branch. We have our Victorian Art Fair coming up. 
and that's good. That's right in the beautiful Irons Park. And if you've never been to Irons Park, it is a beautiful park. We've got a river running right through it. And what the Victorian Art Fair is is several um, jured artists that come together and um, they sell all of their art. And it's just a really nice show. And that's on August 12th and 13th, right downtown in West, in West Branch at Irons Park. Cool. Yes. And then it's fair season, moving right into the August um, August 15th through the 19th is the amazing Ogama County Fair. Tons of events going on. We do have the full um, pamphlet of, of all the events going on with it. If you wanted to stop by the chamber office, uh, we do have that pamphlet to showcase all the events. But that is August 15th through the 19th, um, coming up soon. Couple yeah. Weeks. Yeah. And, it's, of course, it's at the Ogama County Fairgrounds. Ogama County Fairgrounds, and they have uh, ogamacountyfair.org has the full schedule as well, but if you want to print it out one, we do have one at the Chamber Office. Okay. And, of course, we also have, we have golfing brochures, we have fishing guides if you want to do some golfing and fishing in our area, and I want to just plug our building that's um, getting a little renovation and preservation right now. Right. Um, so we are um, very excited. They're moving pretty fast with it, and um, it looks great so far. So um, we're, we're excited about our renovation over there. Well, it is the oldest building in town, correct? It is the oldest building in town. Yes, it is. And what's really cool is we did find some, well, the, um, the builders found some artifacts from um, back in the day. Wow. And they found a 1910, um, 1910 money order, um, and they found some luggage tags. They found a hat. They found old newspapers, some um, old bottles, all these really cool, um, unique things from, from back in the day. So that was ex- exciting to see in the walls of the chamber. Well, it's always good combining the old and the new, and everything that Heather and I have been talking about is available at what? WBACC.org? Dot com. Dot com. Yep, WBACC.com. Uh, you can also give us a call at 989-345-2821, or come visit us at 511 West Houghton Avenue on the third floor. And it's also the West, Bang, uh, West Branch Chamber on Facebook. Heather Nyhaus. Thanks for joining us and bringing us up to date each and every month with the West Branch Area Chamber of Commerce. Thank you. We'll be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Goodies in the green room come from Sweet Peas, Cupcakes, and Muffins, available exclusively at Two River Deli.